The Allies were taking one of the greatest gambles of the war. The assembly of men and equipment on 6 June 1944 was the most concentrated, most vulnerable, and choicest target for German air power of the war, including eight divisions of ground and airborne soldiers and 5,000 ships arrayed along some 50 miles of the French Normandy coast. The Allied invasion of France was the penultimate event of four and a half years of British and two and a half years of American endeavor. Never in the war was so much effort concentrated at one point at one time. Could Allied air forces hold off the savage Luftwaffe attacks everyone expected? An operation such as Overlord was the type for which the Luftwaffe existed. It had been designed to be primarily a tactical air force, acting in support of the German army, and had functioned most successfully in that role. A powerful and prepared Luftwaffe would have meant defeat for the invasion forces. German pilots could hardly have missed. Any bomb dropped and nearly any bullet fired would have found a target, so compressed were Allied forces. Invading forces would have to control the air over the invasion front to have any chance at success. The British officer, who was the chief of the Allied tactical air forces for the invasion, felt the best way to defeat the Luftwaffe and control the air over the invasion front was to fight the Luftwaffe in a great swirling air battle the day of the invasion. Most American air commanders, mindful of the capabilities and mobility of air power, had reached the conclusion by mid-1943 that an invasion would require a prior strategic campaign for air superiority to destroy the Luftwaffe in a war of attrition. They feared, however, that such a campaign might take too long. The Allied Combined Chiefs of Staff, favoring the more prudent American approach, assigned the U.S. Army Air Force's 8th Air Force, in the point-blank directive of May 1943, the task of gaining control of the air. Though command of the air, the power to use airspace as desired, requiring absolute control in all areas at all times, was nearly impossible. Eighth Air Force and its supporting cast would have to win at least air superiority, control of the air at a certain time and place to allow operations without prohibitive losses, or air supremacy, a greater and more extensive degree of air superiority for the overlord invasion to have a chance for success. Eighth Air Force first had to force the Luftwaffe to turn to defending the Reich, forsaking the plans for offensive air warfare that had been at the root of German successes in the first years of the war. Second, Eighth Air Force had to win air superiority to allow continued strategic bombing, to prevent the Luftwaffe from going back on the offensive, and to permit the overlord landings. The means by which Eighth Air Force completed this assignment is an untold story of World War II.